Welcome back to Liquidity and Liquor. Today, we're going to be talking about what the next bubble is. And before uh, we sort of give over our opinion, I actually used uh, ChatGPT or actually Microsoft Bing to figure out which bubble <laughs> was going to come next. And these are the answers it gave me. So the, start, the stock market, uh, the housing market, the cryptocurrency market, the student debt market, which has grown to over $1.7 trillion. I didn't know that. And the green energy market, which has benefited from a ton of government subsidies, but hasn't really proven itself out yet. So these are the things that ChatGPT or, or AI thinks. Yeah, I would say the ChatGPT type is the bubble, is the AI. This is the next bubble. Clearly, there'll be a time that the stock market is going to be inflated. But the stock market is not necessarily going to be the bubble. Even within the stock market in 01, they used to call bubble. it the dot-com. What's the fine bubble? The, well, when they, they overpriced a particular space, right? And if you look at true bubbles, so if the stock market, if you go into a recession, that's not a bubble. When you look at like the housing market, unless you're going to emulate, it's not a bubble. It's, yeah. not, a bubble. it's not a bubble. Yeah. yeah, it can be declining, but it's not a bubble. The bubble for the stock market. Uh, is like... That was a bubble. That was a huge bubble. Yes. When you have billion dollar companies that go to zero overnight. It was It was where the, the, uh, the valuation of companies was overpriced because... It was just overpriced overall as a category. It wasn't just one or two. Cryptocurrency was a bubble. It was cryptocurrency had uh, the bubble moments and then it goes up and down. It's cyclical, right? The bubble comes back and forth. But this is definitely going to be the, my opinion is that all the money is going to be synced un, uh, like recklessly into AI. Yeah. Because most investors are not sophisticated enough to understand what's good. They don't know what the space is. So there's going to be more money than it's needed at a short period of time injected into that space. Yeah. And at that point, people would be able to make a lot of fortunes. Many of them are going to be losing a lot of money. And that is going to be the next bubble, for my opinion. We see it already. ChatGPT get everyone on their feet. Everybody trying to figure it out. They're hiring uh, higher developers, uh, programmers that supposedly know and a small percent. It's kind of like the, the special forces, right? You can't yeah. mass produce special forces. Right now, it's just not too many. You only have so many good ones. You know so. how you can tell if it's a bubble? If people with perfectly good business models pivot into that thing to basically raise money. Or, you know what? Also, if they add it as a domain name. If you if you have .ai at the yeah. end of your business, you know it's a damn bubble. I, it's happened with NFTs, happened with crypto. Perfectly good businesses were like, we're going to launch an NFT. You had no business launching an NFT. There was no need for it. I'm not about, I'm not against innovation. But they thought that everything is going to be NFT. And then but like, Nike went and did some ridiculous amount of money into the NFT. And no one talks about you know, this today. You know how I know if you're a legit business? If you build a business without raising money in a space. So if you're like, I want to launch an NFT. And the core product you sell isn't just raising money against the NFT. If you're like, I want to start an AI business. And you don't do like a 20x valuation out the gate without zero with zero product market fit like it's all about bubbles are always about raising money it's always about raising money at really really high out of whack valuations even dot com companies ipo'd valuations were well crazy. i'll tell you what though I, I, in this particular case when you're looking at uh, ai it requires development so in that case 
most companies will need to raise money. It's not to say that it's a bubble because they're trying to raise money. Because if you look at companies that start turning profit right away, those are the ones that don't have to develop something. So if I want to start selling jewelry online, I don't have to truly develop something. I can just go in, ask what is the what's available on hand, and I can move no, from there. You raise money, but like think about a software company starting. Software company starts to have to raise money, or they get a technical CTO to build out a solution. Fine, whatever. You can do one of two ways. You can raise money, or you can have a technical person build it. But I mean, you're not raising at a pre-revenue organization, you're not raising $10 million, you're raising 500K. It's all relative, again, it's all relative because it depends what exactly you're trying to achieve. If the development has uh, different challenges and you say, well, I'm competing against massive companies right now, I need to have something to show for, and they already have some amazing product in order for me to be better, that's what it requires. You might need a lot of many developers, right? And very expensive developers Mm -hmm. that you can just easily find and you have to pay them a lot of money and they might not go in with just stock options because they have a certain lifestyle. So you might need to raise more than you think. Development is not always cheap. Not to mention if you need to develop a hardware, a hardware not but just software. most of the companies are just building on ChatGPT right now. No, I know, but not everything yeah. out there has its own. There are some companies that would require their own. Yeah. Yeah, when you're doing... Uh, in, there is a difference between development versus integration. Correct, yeah. If you're doing integration, it's going to look different. So my point behind this is that if you dump more money than what it needs to, and and it's widely in that category that happens, and the valuations are exceeding something that makes no sense, then you're going to have the bubble. If, if you want to take an example with the .com, one thing that happened with the .com was that in 2001, they went, 2000 actually, they started talking about the internet, what it would be 20 years out, not five years out. They went so many years out. And in many cases, they were correct, just way too early. Yeah. So they went and they invested so much cash into, say, a internet in Alaska. I mean, sorry, in Antarctica. Actually, uh, they went uh, fiber optics over there. It just it was unnecessary so fast so soon, yeah. right? And it was just imagine if it was in Antarctica, the rest of the world. So there was just so much cash that was invested too early, and then eventually it was just people didn't even know how to log in to the internet. They didn't understand that. It's not going to be any different right now. The, the AI is going to be part of our life. It is probably going to be. Uh, a massive amount of people dumping money into it just because you're going to see a lot of hedge funds, a lot of uh, private equities, a lot of institutional money goes into it, recklessly invested by unsophisticated investors that Mm -hmm. would dump so much cash into it. Eventually, there'll be few winners in the top and all the rest are going to sink down to the bottom. So let's ask the real question then. If there is a bubble, we we know that there's going to be a bubble um, and we know that there's going to be some winners and some losers. And the question becomes, if you are an investor... How do you pick the winners? How do you know what the valuation should be? Hmm. I don't have an answer for that, but that's what I'd be asking. Yes. Um, the, um, you remember when we brought Bob's and Grillo? Yeah. I'm not sure if that's going to be before Bob spoke, or spoke because this is a short form content yeah. versus Bob, but he said something very true, right? And this is kind of like a, a note from investors. You you basically look at the top one, two, three people on the top of the business, right? Who's the CEO? Who are the founders? Hmm. Who are they? If they're the winners or not, yeah. If it's a if it's a right person, it really comes down to the people behind this, not just the product. The product might be great, but you don't always know. You need the right people. So you need the right people. It comes down to the people. And and if you're an investor, don't 
don't forget your your fundamentals just because it's AI. Yes. So don't excuse. It's very easy your for thesis. them to forget. Yes. Don't excuse your thesis. Don't be like, well, uh, they've never done anything before, but it seems cool. <laughs> it. I mean, how much you laugh, but how much did that happen in crypto? Yeah, it, they've it, never it, built anything before, but remember, like, I want to try to put some money. Do you remember the name of that investor? I forgot his name. Um, that invested in a startup because the founder looked like Mark Zuckerberg. I don't know his name, but I know this you, story. You remember the story? I know story? this story. Yeah. It's wild what investors yeah. do when, because they're just humans. That's why he, investors are just humans. That's why, caveat, on the other side, if you are an entrepreneur, this is why it's so important to have a good story. I will, because I will, you can actually raise you money. You know what? I will, I, will tell you, I will tell you something. Here's who I would invest. I might actually be lenient to invest in uh, an owner operator of a particular business that needed an AI integration mm. to optimize it. He hired developers because they truly that. understand that space. Yeah. He said, all right, let me go and put an AI behind this. It doesn't have to be fancy schmancy. I just wanted to do one yeah. thing for me because yeah. that's what I need to take out. Remember and the story from Emerge that I told you? No. Oh, yes, yes. That's, that's right. Yeah. That's a good so, one. So this is not... It's not an owner operator that included AI. It was a, it was an owner operator that wasn't a business was. that, that and it just he left, yeah. and then he built his own company, mm -hmm. completely dedicated. But it's, it was architecture, and the product, and this was at Emerge in Miami last year, so before ChatGPT, and the product was uh, AI tools that could look at a blueprint of a house, and normally. To build a house, you have to have an architect measure the distance of every single piece of the house on the blueprint. So the door is so mm -hmm. many, you know, so many inches, and this wall is so many inches, and the window is so many inches, and this retaining wall, and this blah, blah. You do the whole house. Everything has a measurement. Then you build it, right? This AI with an increased amount of accuracy compared. So I think humans are like 97% accurate or something like that, like a trained architect, human doing this. He built an AI that was like 98% accurate at doing that work in under five seconds per se, as opposed to an architect that would take two weeks to do that work. He would show the blueprint to an AI tool that would scan it and then give you measurements of every single piece of the house. And I can't remember his run rate, but he was in the millions of annual revenue in under a year because he was selling an AI solution, solving a legacy problem in an industry that only he understood. So this is gonna be his time? Yeah. To go and sell it for an unproportional uh, ratio. He was right? running at like 20 or 30 million ARR annual recurring revenue, like under one year. It was wild, Insane. his contracts. Insane. Because nobody else is solving for this. And there's so much money in housing and, and building and development. And he'll he'll probably become a billionaire or at least 100, 100 million. Uh, yeah. Well, maybe he's already. Uh, maybe he already is, yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay, that's it for today. If you enjoyed, please subscribe on YouTube. If you enjoyed this podcast, you can download and listen to it wherever you get your podcasts or on liquidityandliquor.com.